0: And welcome back to episode number 11 of 3D Printing Basics. This episode is going to be in a similar style as the last one. I don't have a script, it's going to be solely my opinion and what I will be discussing is what essential upgrades would I make to an Ender 3 if I had one. Before we get into that, I would like to ask if you please follow and rate this podcast. I would really appreciate it, all the support. Every single time I'm going to say, all the support I've gotten is amazing, and I really appreciate all of you for helping me out. So before we get into what upgrades I would make to an Ender 3, I first want to touch on what I think is most important, and that is I would never get an Ender 3 in today's 3D printing world. I think they're outdated, I think they're obsolete, I think there are easily many more options out there that are better than an Ender 3, even the cost the cost of the Ender 3, which was its long-standing selling point, is just not worth it anymore. You can get a Sobel svo 3 or an svo 6 which I was talking about in the last episode, for just 100 bucks more, and it comes with so many better features, features that I'm going to talk about adding onto this, which just doesn't make a whole lot of sense when there's something out there that already has all these features packed in. So before I get into it, just wanted to say I would never get a Creality Ender 3 and I would not suggest getting them. If you're a beginner and you're looking for your very first printer, I don't think an Ender 3 is the answer for you. I think there are much better options out there and I highly recommend that you do your research before you just jump into an Ender 3. But for this episode, let's say I'm stuck with one. I happened to get one before Bamboo Labs and everything made print speed crazy hot and I'm stuck with one so this is what I would do first and foremost I would add a direct drive all metal hot end this just makes everything easier and allows you to print a wider variety of materials the direct drive allows you to print things like TPU and other flexibles which in my previous episodes I've mentioned how PLA PETG and TPU I think are the three main filaments every beginner should get familiar with using So a direct drive makes everything easier as well as overall. I just think it's better than a Bowden extruder. I've never really liked Bowden extruding systems. I just think that direct drive is a much better way to go. And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to go with a Bowden system when there are much more direct drive printers out there that are much better. And... The reason I say an all-metal hot-end is, again, for the wider variety of materials. So, on a stock Ender-3, you're gonna get stuck with a Bowden system, which also has a plastic gear system, which I hate and it breaks a lot, and that's just... I don't like that. But it also comes with a PTFE tube in the hot-end, so it's not an all-metal hot-end. And that PTFE tube melts at 250 degrees Celsius, so you can't print things like abrasives, Pretty much anything other than PLA and PETG, you can't print because that PTFE tube will melt when it, the nozzle temperature goes above 250 degrees Celsius. And to me, that's just a terrible design flaw. It's just not a good idea. I understand why Creality did this. They were trying to cut costs and make the printer as cheap as possible and probably assume that the people who were going to own this weren't going to be printing braces. But it's just not good and i one of the many reasons why i really hate this printer the second thing i would do is i would swap the build plate out for a magnetic plate and add a pei sheet when i owned an ender 3 we're talking 2020 2021 it came with a magnetic floppy almost like a rubber mat that you would stick onto it and that thing sucked it was terrible The adhesion was terrible. I tried glue stick. Nothing worked. It was all super, super bad. And these days, I think it comes with a rigid, not a glass bed. It acts like a glass bed, but I know it's not glass. It's some kind of material that I've heard is better. But at the end of the day, anything like a glass bed or like what Creality is trying to do is just, it's inferior to the PEI sheet. There's no point to at any instance there's no excuse or any point to not going with a magnetic plate and a pei sheet that's far and away proven to be the best method for 3d printing build plates and it should it should become a standard for all 3d printers i'm not sure why it hasn't because better adhesion equals less print fails and the last thing that i would add to it would be clipper i'd put clipper onto the ender 3 i have Personally, not seen this been done, I looked it up and I know that Ender 3 firmware can take Clipper. But I don't know how well it's going to work with the V wheels on the extrusion. I don't know if that's just going to grind them away or if it's even going to work properly. But the 3D printing game is quickly becoming a print speed game. Ender 3 speeds just aren't going to get it done anymore. There's People are way too impatient now. You can't be sitting around waiting for that long. Especially when there are other printers out there for like 100 or 200 bucks more that can print at three times the speed that a normal Creality Ender 3 can. And at the end of the day, with all these upgrades that I'm recommending, you're going to be spending as much or more than you spend on the printer. So, say an Ender 3 goes for like 150 nowadays. I don't know how much it goes for 150 US dollars. All these upgrades that I just mentioned are going to be at least that, if not more money. So there's just no point to buying a printer and then doubling your costs that you put into the printer to make all these upgrades to make it what I would deem usable in today's day and age. And also, there are other printers who have all of these features that come with the purchase who that cost less than overall what kind of money you'd be putting into the Ender 3. So there is just... There's no scenario, there's no situation where the Ender 3 makes sense in today's day and age. It just doesn't make sense. If you have it, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know how to help you. Other than make, you can make these upgrades. You can try your best. This is the way that I think you should get an Ender 3 to make it at least usable. And this is what I would need to have minimum before I even consider using it as a part of my print farm. And that's pretty much all that I have. Today was definitely going to be a short episode. Sorry, it's a little short. I'm a little sick, so I'm doing what I can here. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy this style. I'm going to try and combine this podcast into episodes like these where it's non-scripted and I'm just kind of ranting or saying my opinion on things. And then also I'm going to continue making informative episodes like the first nine uh, episodes of this podcast was I think an even mix of that would be a good way to balance out this podcast and would be a good way to appeal to everybody so if you like this style of podcast please let me know if you have any suggestions please let me know this whole episode itself was based off of a suggestion from an email that I got so thank you Bob I appreciate it feel free to email me my emails down in the in the show notes I also got asked about following and rating this podcast. The only way I know how to do it is on Spotify. And that's if you go to these episodes and you click on the title of the podcast, the 3D printing basics, and it will take you to the podcast page. And there you're gonna be able to follow it and rate it. But other than that, like on Apple Music, Amazon Music, I don't know how to do any of that. I'll look into that and see if I can put together a tutorial or something. Feel free to become a monthly supporter. There's a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.